Welcome to Coffee with Christ. I'm your host, Nicole Jones, and you are listening to episode 21. My favorite time of the day is early in the morning when I sit down and have coffee with Christ. I covered my experience with it in the intro if you want to go back and listen, but basically I started to apply everyday ordinary relationship tools to my relationship with God. And that meant sitting down, having a cup of coffee, and listening. I don't do it every day, but on the best days I do, so I thought it would be interesting to help you do the same. And so Coffee with Christ, the podcast, was born. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope this becomes part of your routine and part of how you come to know God just a little bit better than you did the day before. If it has become part of your day, I hope you'll let me know by dropping an email to cwcpodcast at icloud.com or better yet, leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so others can find it too. I truly believe God's word changes us. It changes us verse by verse and chapter by chapter. So let's get started by being still. Tell God what is on your heart today. Where do you need to see His work in your life? Holy God, you are the God of covenants. You are faithful to uphold them generation after generation. Thank you for your faithfulness despite our failures. Will you show us your faithfulness today?
As you know, I love a good recap, but instead of me hashing out what we've covered, use the next few minutes to remind yourself about where we've been so far in God's story. What have you heard about and what stories have stayed with you? Over the last month, we've heard about the creation story, the fall of mankind, the great flood, and the Tower of Babel. We've seen God make two covenants with His people. Do you remember those covenants? Which one was the first? Which one was the second covenant? The first covenant God made was not to destroy the earth with water ever again. The second was to Abraham. God promised to give him land and descendants as numerous as the dust on the ground and the stars in the sky. We spent the last two weeks getting to know Abraham and his wife, Sarah. We've seen them at their best and at their worst. God deemed Abraham righteous because of his faith, and then Abraham turned around and lied not once, but twice, about who his wife was in order to save his own skin. We heard God listen to Abraham's prayers of salvation for his nephew Lot, and we saw God show mercy by saving his family. And then Lot's daughters turned around and slept with him while he was drunk. We saw Sarah and Abraham get frustrated with God's timing and take matters into their own hands. Sarah convinced Abraham to sleep with her handmaid, and then we watched her mistreat Hagar once the deed was done. When Hagar fled to the wilderness to escape Sarah's cruelty, we saw God speak tenderly to her there. Let's see what happens next in Genesis chapter 21. The Lord kept His word and did for Sarah exactly what He had promised. She became pregnant, and she gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. This happened at just the time God had said it would, and Abraham named their son Isaac. Eight days after Isaac was born, Abraham circumcised him as God had commanded. Abraham was a hundred years old when Isaac was born. And Sarah declared, God has brought me laughter. All who hear about this will laugh with me. Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby? Yet I have given Abraham a son in his old age. When Isaac grew up and was about to be weaned, Abraham prepared a huge feast to celebrate the occasion. But Sarah saw Ishmael, the son of Abraham and her Egyptian servant Hagar, making fun of her son Isaac. 
So she turned to Abraham and demanded, Get rid of that slave woman and her son. He is not going to share the inheritance with my son, Isaac. I won't have it. This upset Abraham very much because Ishmael was his son. But God told Abraham, Don't be upset over the boy and your servant. Do whatever Sarah tells you, for Isaac is the son from whom your descendants will be counted. But I will also make a nation of the descendants of Hagar's son, because he is your son too. So Abraham got up early the next morning, prepared food and a container of water, and strapped them on Hagar's shoulder. Then he sent her away with their son, and she wandered aimlessly in the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water was gone, she put the boy in the shade of a bush. Then she went and sat down by herself about a hundred yards away. I don't want to watch the boy die, she said as she burst into tears. But God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven. Hagar, what's wrong? Don't be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Go to him and comfort him, for I will make a great nation from his descendants. Then God opened Hagar's eyes, and she saw a well full of water. She quickly filled her water container and gave the boy a drink. And God was with the boy as he grew up in the wilderness. He became a skillful archer, and he settled in the wilderness of Paran. His mother arranged for him to marry a woman from the land of Egypt. About this time, Abimelech came with Phicol, his army commander, to visit Abraham. God is obviously with you, helping you in everything that you do, Abimelech said. Swear to me in God's name that you will never deceive me, my children, or any of my descendants. I have been loyal to you, so now swear that you will be loyal to me and to this country where you are living as a foreigner. Abraham replied, Yes, I swear it. Then Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well that Abimelech's servants had taken by force from Abraham's servants. This is the first I've heard of it, Abimelech answered. I have no idea who is responsible. You have never complained about this before. Abraham then gave some of his sheep, goats, and cattle to Abimelech, and they made a treaty. But Abraham also took seven additional female lambs and set them off by themselves. Abimelech asked, Why have you set these seven apart from the others? Abraham replied, Please accept these seven lambs to show your agreement that I dug this well. Then he named the place Beersheba, which means well of the oath, because that was where they had sworn the oath. After making their covenant at Beersheba, Abimelech left with Phicol, the commander of his army, and they returned home to the land of the Philistines. Then Abraham planted a tamarisk tree at Beersheba, and there he worshiped the Lord, the eternal God. And Abraham lived as a foreigner in Philistine country for a long time. May God bless the reading and hearing of his word. A birthday for Isaac, a sad goodbye for Abraham, Hagar, and Ishmael, a life and death situation for a mother and her son, and deals made around wells. Today's episode had all the feels. What stood out to you today? Did anything surprise you?
Who do you relate to most in this story? Is it Sarah, who spent years waiting for a prayer to be answered and a promise to be fulfilled? Do you relate more to Hagar, feeling shut out and rejected through no fault of your own? Do you feel like Abraham, stuck in the middle of an impossible situation? Or maybe you feel a bit like Abimelech, seeing only how God has blessed others. Think about how God interacted with each of these people in their stories. How might that pertain to yours? Eternal God, we come to you with all of our feelings and situations. Wherever we are, whatever we are doing, and however we feel, will you teach us who you are in the midst of our circumstance? Amen. Thanks for listening to this 21st episode of Coffee with Christ. Don't forget to rate us or leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. Let's invite someone to be changed by God's Word because it changes us verse by verse and chapter by chapter. Have a wonderful day and join me tomorrow for our next episode.